Hello and welcome to another Mega Bros Podcast. I'm Donnie. And I'm Danny. Danny, tonight we're going to talk about our favorite thing in the world that isn't involving food, football. And on most Sundays, it does involve food. Then you know what? That's the that's the best part, really. We, you, know, you might as well just call it football at that point. Yeah, I, I would I would like some more football. I would like to make a football. I just imagine it being some sort of like meaty, cheesy, bacony goodness covered in deep friedness. Oh yeah, you're you're starting there at least, and then you, you're working your way up. Yeah, I would imagine a variety of sauces and trimmings and fixins. Yeah, I, I love trimmings and fixins. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting hungry now. Yeah, I'm starving. Oh God. Maybe we should just talk about food the whole time. But instead, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this this NFL season has been something so far. Like, I, I, I honestly, first of all, I feel like any given week in this league, you have no fucking clue who the best team is. Like, like, like look at the AFC right now. Like, right now, I'd probably say that Tennessee is the best team in the league. But I, last week, I probably would have said, I, I don't know, like, Baltimore, Buffalo, I the friggin' Chargers at one point kind of looked like it. You know, going into the season, we thought it'd be the Chiefs, and they're not even making the playoffs right now if it ended today. You know, it's funny, just, like, thinking back to when we did our, our you know, quarter poll of the NFL. I, If I remember correctly, we had a, some pretty strong feelings about who, you know, was going to wind up where. Like, the Bills looked like they were going to win the AFC East. It wasn't going to be a question. Uh, the AFC West is a little bit, you know, tighter. I think the Raiders were in there a little bit, but they're, they've... Whew, talk about a team that's imploded in four weeks. Uh, and they still have a decent record, so they're not out of it. Uh, even, you, you know, the AFC North and the, and the Ravens, we had them, I think, a clear winner, and we said the Steelers were out and they had no chance. Well, they kind of crawled their way back in. And, and you're right, the Titans have the best record, but I don't know, they, that could change That could change in two weeks. I mean, yeah, with Derrick Henry out, like, I, I, I mean, they looked good this week, but you have never known. Like, that is, that's a team that could show up or just completely decide to take the fucking week off. <laughs> <laughs> and and don't look now, but someone's favorite team uh, is one game out of the division. <laughs> Objects in mirror are closer than, than they appear, and Mac Jones is right there coming up on you, Buffalo. <laughs> yep, yep. We'll, we'll, we'll spend a lot more time on that, but damn. Oh, no, we, we, we will probably spend a lot of time talking about how the Bills are going to implode this year. I love Plus, it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my favorite thing. I it, honestly like it, okay here we go I got my uh, I I got our our rankings from last time so I, I mean we could we could pretty much just go down this list because you know as, as we've talked about before we don't believe in power rankings because they're bullshit and they're it's a big fucking waste of time it's just a giant fucking circle jerk that really it's just a good way to get yourself talked into a corner so we don't do that. No, don't don't uh, don't read those. Just listen to us. Oh, so I, I mean, we just kind of separate the teams into into tiers. You know, we got your contenders, your top tier teams, and your playoff teams. You know, the p- people that we would expect to make the playoffs. You know, you'd be disappointed if they didn't. Uh, the bubble teams, where they could make the playoffs, they also probably won't, but they could. They could. You know, and then you got your mediocre teams, teams that probably won't make the playoffs, and if they did, you'd probably be like, oh well, that is that is shocking. You know. And then there's the garbage teams that, uh, if they do anything of value, you're just like, well, that's that's just not expected at all. So, uh, th- this we also call this the Jets. Yes, yes, the Jets tier. You never want to be in the Jets yeah. tier. Nope, nope, they the Jets suck. I, sorry never to any Jets fans out there. Um, you know, you probably shouldn't have done that with your fandom, though. Like, you could have picked 32 teams, and you had to pick the one that sucks. And, and let's face it, if you are a Jets fan, you know what we're saying is true. You just hate hearing it from a Patriots fan. I mean, really, look, as so as, you know, coming from 
you know, us, namely my boy Danny here is the biggest self-hating Bruins fan alive. Uh, <laughs> we, know, we know a thing or two about, you know, self-loathing and fan bases. Uh, so, yeah, Jets fans, uh, just, you know, those are your own poor choices and you can live with it. Yeah, come on, dude. I made the same bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, let's go ahead. Gil's just dive right in here. I mean, your top teams right now, I, I, you know, in terms of your Super Bowl contending teams, uh, clearly it's the Patriots. Uh, just stand that and no one else. Yeah, that's uh, let's call it a podcast. We did it. Yep. Uh, football solved. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, I mean, so, you know, at the quarter point in the season, we had the Cardinals, Bucks, Ravens, and Bills. Um, Cardinals and Bucks kind of still seem like Super Bowl contenders to me. Like, do you, like you know, there's nothing that tells me that Tampa can't line up on any given Sunday and beat the stuffing out of anyone. Um, and Arizona has obviously like just kept on trucking. Like, the only thing that stopped them was, you know, Karen Rogers, and that's just well, I, I mean. I mean, do we talk about the fact that Aaron Rodgers just completely destroyed his entire career this week? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is just an, an insane story. And you know, whatever you believe in, you know, vaccines being good or you're wrong. Um, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is an idiot. I mean, he lied about it, he misled it, and then now all of a sudden he's getting pissed because he got called out on it and. It's just, what a fucking mess. The best part of it to me, and by best, I mean the absolute fucking worst part of it, is, like, it's twofold. One, where he taught, he told the everyone that the medical doctor that the NFL sent to explain the vaccine stuff to them was a stooge. Um, which, you know, just fucking stupid. But... Yep. Then he was apparently, like, he, he says that he tried to get this homeopathic treatment, which, if you if, if you don't know what the word homeopathic means, what it means is non-medical bullshit, okay? And he tried to get this homeopathic treatment approved by the NFL, and apparently they looked at him like he was a fucking quack. I can't imagine why. <laughs> like, Jeez, so strange. <laughs> just, I, I mean... Oh, I mean, we we've we've it, it, the funny thing is like, Danny and I have always thought Aaron Rodgers is a bitch. Like, just oh, yeah. just I have no other way to put it. Like, just he's always whining, he's always complaining. Nothing's ever his fault, you know. And he's he takes everything so personally. Like, he's really fucking petty. And you know, look on some level, I can respect that. Let me let me be clear. But it right now, no, no, just none of that. Like. Right, and, he, and the best part is, is he's just like fucking. Oh yeah, I talked to my boy Joe Rogan about how to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just so many bad decisions after bad decisions, and you know, I, I, I want to be fair on this one. When Tom Brady was selling his concussion water and all that, and his trainer Alex Guerrero, which, if you ever want to look at conspiracies and bad things, just Google his name. He's not a great dude. I don't like when athletes tread into this water of like things that they really don't know about or, or, you know, even pretending to. And it's one thing for an athlete to try to peddle some like, you know, age defying whatever. And if it's pliability over ability, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, the man's 45 and he's still playing football. So maybe he's doing it. But for Aaron Rodgers, who, just knows football to come out and talk about vaccines and then act like he knows more than he does. It just, (laughs) 
I mean, any anti-vaxxer is just dumb, but someone like him with a stage like he does, it just, don't say anything. It's just, you're better off just not even bringing it up. I miss the days when the anti-vaxxers were just like the really fucking far out there, like earthy, crunchy hippies. You know, the kind of people that, you know, you would they wouldn't even show up to school half the time because they were touring new communes. You know, like, that... That, that was my kind of anti-vaxxer. The kind of people that you didn't have to worry about social distancing because they lived in the fucking woods anyway. But now that, you know, somewhere between 35 and 45% of the country is a fucking anti-vaxxer, like, you know, you know this, this, this is not cool. It's, it's, just, it's just fucking bullshit. And I gotta say, like, having watched this interview that he did on the Pat McAfee show where he completely destroyed his entire career... I, I, I have to I have to give a slight shout out to Pat McAfee for just standing there and allowing that that train wreck to proceed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with, with some things you just get out of the way and let it happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and he did that, and great job by him. And I, I literally just got a notification on my phone here: the Packers just got fined three hundred thousand dollars for violating COVID protocols. <laughs> Aaron okay. Rodgers and Alan Lazard, for some reason, got fined fourteen thousand six fifty each. Um, mm. doesn't seem like enough, honestly. No, no, I, I would do a bit more. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, honestly, like, I, I'd, I'd be, I, I don't see why Rodgers can't be suspended for four games and the Packers lose a first-round pick. Yeah, I, I think that sounds fair to me. I mean, it, it, either that or, you know, Brady was generally aware of the existence of Aaron Rodgers, so probably suspend him and, you know, find the box, right? Yeah, that, that seems like it would translate well. Actually, you know what, let's, let's not poke that particular bear, because that probably ends up with the Patriots losing draft picks. Yeah, I, I don't really want that. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, Arizona and Tampa, I can kind of see. I, I still see as, like, the top two teams in the in the conference here. Uh, Baltimore and Buffalo in the, in the AFC, I, I, like, I don't know what to make of Baltimore. This is a team that got their asses pounded by Cincinnati for some reason. Uh, but they kind of wiped the floor with just about everybody else. Like, they, they crank out these overtime wins like it's nobody's business. Like, what am I, what am I supposed to make of them, Dan? I mean, they still got Lamar Jackson. That that in itself is probably enough to keep them, you know, as a I, I don't want to say a heavy favorite, but they they should be there at the end of the day. Um, not a great look that they lost to the Bengals for sure. Um, but that I I hate to sound so cliche, and every time they say it on TV, I want to barf. But the AFC North does kind of play each other a little bit differently. They really knock the shit out of each other. So if if you want to chalk that game up to that, you probably could. Yeah, it's weird because the AFC North is not known for forty point outbursts against each other either. But like, you know, I, I you're absolutely right. I mean, like that that whole division. Like, I'm looking at it right now. What is it like? Yeah, the Ravens are six and two. The Steelers are five and three, and the Browns and Bengals are five and four each. Like, <laughs> Cincinnati was on top of the conference two weeks ago, and now they're fourth in their division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and like the Steelers, like I mentioned in the beginning, I we counted them out. We said Ben Roethlisberger is too old, and he probably still is. That probably hasn't changed, but. They're making it work. They're five and three. I mean, I mean, in, right. in fairness, they should be four and four, but because of that fucking taunting penalty, like, look, Cassius Marsh is mm. a fucking douche, and he can get whatever he deserves. But like, that was utter nonsense. <laughs> yeah, that I I hate the way the league is calling the taunting penalties this year. It's it's so stupid. The worst part is apparently like it it comes from the coaches too. Like I, I, like I I just I do not understand it. I I just do not understand why we can't just have grown men making fun of each other. Yeah, it, it just it's too micromanaging for me, and it, you say it's coming from the coaches. It has to be them because I've never, of all the people that even complain about the NFL and all, like anything about the refs, I've never heard people say like, "Oh, they need to call more taunting penalties." These people are taunting each other too much. 
Yeah, the only thing I can really... I, like, honestly, I think the people who want taunting penalties are the same people who, uh, you know, wanted Colin Kaepernick booted out of the league as soon as he kneeled down. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot of overlap for various ideological reasons there. But No, you wouldn't say there was racial undertones in there, would you? Racial undertones? My man, these these over, these over racial things are overtones at this point. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Oh, Just come God up and say it. it next time. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really terrible. But, I, I mean, you know, getting back to the actual football here, like, to me, like, you probably thought, like, Baltimore's probably the best team in the conference. Tennessee has the best record. I... But they lost to the Jets. Like, what the fuck do I do with that information? <laughs> that that should disqualify you from the playoffs every year. I mean, it absolutely <laughs> should. But, like, then they just went and destroyed the Rams without Derrick Henry. So, I... I, I look, if I, had to, if I have to nail it down, I'm saying Baltimore and Tennessee are probably the two best teams in the AFC right now. I, I, I've, I've fallen off on Buffalo here, and I think, you know, to go into that next tier of teams, like, I, do, I definitely think Buffalo belongs in there. Um... But like they're, it kind of seems like they're feasting on bad teams. Like this doesn't look like the same like world beaters that we saw last year out of them. Yeah, I, I, they just they they just haven't followed up on what they did last year, and they're five and three. So again, they're not it's not the they're not done. I mean, certainly you don't want to count them out, but I don't know. They just they just haven't had that same. Uh, so let me let me try to rephrase it better. Last year when we watched the Bills, I, I kept waiting for like the bottom to fall out, and you know like this is just smoke and mirrors and not that good. And and then they made it pretty far in the playoffs, right? This year, I I think I'm seeing the bottom starting to call fall out a little bit. Like now instead of waiting for it to happen, I'm just it's I'm, I'm expecting it. Like I don't think they're gonna be what we thought they were. Yeah, their running game isn't that great. Josh Allen is kind of regressing to the mean a bit in terms of like he's. He's just never been a particularly accurate quarterback. Like and and that's that's fine. But like you've got to build an offense around a guy like Josh Allen in a different way than you would around, say, you know, like a, a Teddy Bridgewater or a Mac Jones type of quarterback. Like so but like if he's not like like if basically that team goes as Josh Allen goes, if Josh Allen has a bad day, that entire team is fucked. So, and the defense is doing a lot of work too. So, if the defense has an off day, then they're also in deep trouble. So, I, I don't have the same level of faith in both in Buffalo, but like they're definitely, uh, the, the, you know, that's definitely a strong team. Uh, you know, in terms of I mean, playoff team. I, I think if you're a Bills fan, though, I, I, you probably feel good about them. I mean, it, it at least seems like Sean McDermott knows what he's doing. Like he's not some of the other idiot bozo coaches that have gone through there. Like he has, he has a head, you know, a head on his shoulder. So again, they're not out of it. They're still good. They're top of the division, but uh, they got someone creeping up on them. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they do. They sure do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know that I'm ready to put the Patriots in that, in that tier yet though. You know, like that's, that's kind of my whole, that's kind of my whole thing, but like getting to like the, the other likely playoff teams here. I mean, AFC wise, I still have the Chargers, you know, as a team that I expect to make the playoffs. Like, even though they've they've kind of dropped a they've dropped a couple of duds lately. You know, I mean they they looked outgunned against the Patriots, which is just weird. Um, and they got their asses handed to them by the Ravens. But the Chargers have this weird thing where, you know, every every like West Coast team struggles when they go to when they go East. But for some reason, the Chargers just get fucking shellacked every single year when they have to go to the freaking Eastern Seaboard. I, I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're better off just not going anywhere past the Midwest. <laughs> they just, it doesn't work out for them. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, they got absolutely drugged. Like, you know, just 
pants down spanking right there. But, like, you know, the only other two losses they've had are to the Cowboys and the Patriots, and those are by three points each. So, you know, it's kind of like, I, I, you know, and granted, that Patriots loss wasn't that close. But, I, yeah, that, that still that still looks like one of the better better teams in the conference, honestly. Yeah, and I, I mean, you got to give them credit. They followed up a pretty tough loss to the Patriots with a win the next week. So they're, they at least show they can bounce back, and, and they're pretty strong in there. Yeah, yeah. I, and then in terms of, like, you know, likely playoff teams, I, I don't know what to make of the rest of the, the rest of the AFC right now because, like, I'm just going to run down the list. I, I've i got, like, the Raiders I, are a fucking mess right now off the field. Like, they've had to fire their coach. They had to cut their one of their best receivers. They had to cut one of their cornerbacks now because, like, I, I mean, and not to make light of any of that stuff because all of it is terrible, but, like, God damn. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can compartmentalize, right? I mean, <laughs> at some point, like that has to be a distraction. And whether again, it's it's all terrible stuff. So it's you know stuff that goes well beyond football. But geez, they it, it's it's got to catch up to them. Yeah, there's there's nothing to joke about there. I mean, like you've got Damon Arnett who's out there threatening to kill people. You've got you know John Gruden who has who spent like a decade sending terrible emails just to get you know exposed right before Dan Snyder would, you know, you know, somehow that happened, but shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly unexpected and shocking. Um, and then you've got Henry Ruggs who I, you know, killed someone like that is, I, you, there, you know, there's nothing to joke about there. It's all just fucking terrible. So yeah. And not good. Yeah. I, I mean, and then in terms of like, I guess like you got to put Kansas city in this, like, like, I, I don't know, like you, what do you think about Kansas City? Because, like, to me, like, this is a team that blows chunks right now, but really shouldn't. Like, I mean, I've kind of heard two sides of it. Like, I've heard that Kansas, I've heard some people say that Kansas City is just kind of regressing. Like, you know, where, like, Patrick Mahomes has gotten so lucky playing, you know, fucking, you know, fucking Chuck at football and, you know, ch- you know throwing it down the field and, you know, fucking Tyreek down there somewhere. Or, you know, are they just really that bad on defense and it's crippling their offense? Like, what, you know. <laughs> what are you I, thinking? To me, uh, to me, it just there's only so much you can there's only so long you can rely on one person, especially on a football team. And a quarterback who plays out of his mind can get you a long way. It can win you a Super Bowl, but he can't do it multiple years in a row. And, and at some point, you need to have a surrounding cast. And yeah, he has Tyreek Hill, and their offense is awesome, and they can put points up, you know, generally pretty quickly, but. If you have a defense that can't get off the field and it's given up points up the ass, it's just how how do you overcome that? And you know, as Patriots fans, we saw that too in the in the middle portion of Brady's career. They had some questionable defenses that you know Brady and Moss and Welker could put up points in a flash. But if you're not getting off the field on third down and you're not contributing, I mean, you know, even with the rules stacked against the defense, you you have to be able to make probably one or two big stops every game it's generally probably that but if you can't get those one or two stops then you're kind of fucked yeah i think defense good defenses now are predicated on like the big plays like the the big sacks the big interceptions the big fumbles you know more so than the consistently blowing up every play in front of them you know like the like the the those like early two thousand three Ravens teams would not exist today, like in the, in that same form. But like you know the ones, you know like the the opportunistic like holy shit, Ed Reed picked it off again. Defenses like that's that's the type of defense that that plays well in today's NFL. And it, 
Kansas City just doesn't seem to do anything even remotely well on defense. I, I still think it's hilarious they held Green Bay to seven points, but, you know, then again, that was the backup, so. And, and Andy Reid just seems like someone to me that just probably doesn't concern himself with the defense, that he's an offensive guy and he's going to get the most out of them. But, you know, like, uh, he's more of like an offensive coordinator who's a head coach. And Andy Reid's a good coach. I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say no to him on my team, but... You know, people like that when uh, when their defense starts to go south, they there's really no option, right? And and we can compare it back to the Patriots, where I thought, you know, the beginning of the year when the defense was run by who was it? Steve Belichick? Was it Gerard Mayo? There was, you know, lining up wrong and and too many men on the field, not enough men on the field. And because Belichick's a complete head coach, he can go into the defensive room and say, guys, what the actual fuck, and get something <laughs> and get something out of it, you know? First of all, if Belichick walked into a room where I was and said, what the guys with the actual fuck, I would lose it. <laughs> You're really funny. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, you're you're exactly right. Like, just some of these coaches, just I, yeah, Kansas City has no idea what they're doing on defense from a personnel standpoint or a coaching standpoint. So, I, you know, I to me, like, I can't really drop them past this playoff team tier just because, like, we've watched Mahomes and and. Andy Reid, like, crawl back from every deficit you put in front of him, so, you know, I, like, I'm not, I, like, I, it's a really shaky keep here, but, like, yeah, I, I leave him in that second tier, um, and then looking over at the NSC, I mean, obviously, Green Bay's got to stay in there, that's still one of the best teams in the conference, I, I feel like the Rams are still really good, um, I don't know, this loss to Tennessee was weird. Like, I wasn't expecting that. But, I mean, they did just pick up Von Miller. But, like, also, it kind of seems like... How do I put this? kind of seems like a couple times a year, there's, like, either a player, you know, or a scheme or a coach that just knows exactly what to do against Sean McVay and just has his fucking number all game. Like, Belichick did, him into the, did it to him in the Super Bowl, most famously. Like... When that thirteen to three monstrosity, because <laughs> it can't be called a great football game, but it like defensively no. it was a tour de force. Like that was like I feel like that was Belichick like figuring out the book on, on McVay. Um, and, and every once in a while, like like McVay is a good enough coach that he he realized that like you know there was a lot of stuff. Like for instance, having Jared Goff as a quarterback was a huge liability for him. <laughs> <laughs> that generally doesn't work out. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. Who who knew? You know, he's a great Lions quarterback. That's for sure. Fucking tank <laughs> commander up in Detroit. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, I. I mean, let's not even get to Detroit because boo. <laughs> uh, it's kind of on the same line as Detroit. I just want to say, good for Matt Stafford getting out of there and having a pretty decent year with the Rams. Like if anyone deserved to have a good year after spending all that time with the lions, it's him. I mean, they are one game out of the, out of, you know, tops in the conference right now. Like you, you really can't say anything, but like that, you know, this is Matt Stafford with a team that actually compliments him as opposed to just, Oh my God, we got lucky enough to draft Megatron one time, you know, let's keep drafting receivers. <laughs> Eventually the fourth one hit. Oh, Christ. Like a little while. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> then again, I wish Belichick would draft four first runner receivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of nice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I, you talk about the NFC. I see, like, you know, Green Bay, Rams, Cowboys. I, 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 this week, notwithstanding, um, 
really still seem like a still seem like one of the better teams. Like I I, I don't know. Like the game against the Broncos was so weird. Like it it really was like they just got caught with their pants down. You know, like honestly, like that was that looked like a team that just was too busy jacking each other off all week. And you know, somebody walked in and was like, "Hey, you got to play a football game," and they're all you know running out there half chubbed. Yeah, that that's the thing that I think is kind of weakness of an uh, of the Cowboys. Not not you know just jerking each other off, but um, I don't know that they have the coaching to kind of get around that. I don't like Mike McCarthy. I think he's an idiot personally. Um, I. I think you like him, right? I, I think Mike McCarthy is a competent coach. I don't think he's in that upper echelon of, you know, great coaches. But I think Mike McCarthy is a guy, if you hand him, like, if you hand him chicken shit, he can't make you chicken salad. But if you make it, if you hand him chicken salad for a roster, you're getting chicken salad. You're not going to get a complete fuck up, you know? Yeah, see, and that's just where I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's very competent at all. I think um, the man you know, won a Super Aaron, Bowl. I mean, he he did, and I I just I wouldn't take him. I think you know he's pretty lucky to have Aaron Rodgers, and he's pretty lucky now to have Dak Prescott, and he's probably gotten more out of Prescott than uh, who was the idiot coach before him? Jason Garrett. Yeah, Jason Garrett. Yeah, so I, he's an upgrade there for sure. But I I don't know. I I don't have any faith in McCarthy. I think that. Um, He's gonna crash and burn there. I don't think he's a top ten coach in the league. Like no, like no way. And we probably could rattle off who we think are. I mean, obviously it's Belichick and then you know Belichick's kids, Belichick grandkids, Belichick's grandkids, Belichick's <laughs> dog. Um, <laughs> oh no, it wait, goes so, a long way before you get to a non-Belichick. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Belichick's dog is the GM. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right, Nike. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean. Dallas is a good team. McCarthy is not a bad coach. He's he's not a great coach. He, on his best day, he's a good coach, you know. But I, I yeah, he they, he's look. They're not winning the Super Bowl. It's a but no, they'll they'll make the playoffs. They might win a game or two. Agreed. So I mean, yeah. So yeah, like you talk about that second tier teams: Bills, Chargers, Chiefs, Packers, Rams, Cowboys. That that seems you know, like that's like the your your. Five through ten in terms in terms of like top teams in the league. Now we get to the interesting teams, though. Yeah. Your bubble teams, as it were. <laughs> Love those bubbles. So I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go through like you know just real quick. We ha- last time we had from a we had Miami and New England. Um, I think we can drop Miami out of there pretty safely. <laughs> yeah, I think they're done. Yeah, um, New England though. Yeah, let's uh, uh, we, let's talk about our favorite team here for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I think we I think we put it off long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the way this team is headed. I really th- first of all like I'm I'm just more and more excited about Mac Jones on a daily basis. Matt Judon might be one of the best free agent signings of Belichick's tenure. Uh, and like quite frankly, Christian Barmore has been an absolute fucking stud on the defensive line. Yeah, they. They really turned it around. I mean, I think back to our, our you know, our quarter poll again, and we weren't quite sure where they were heading. Uh, they looked like they could very easily have lost three in a row and, and kind of faded into obscurity, but the defense improved a lot. Uh, the offense looks a little better. I still, you know, have questions about McDaniels, and uh, I think Mac Jones' the last two weeks may have kind of reached a plateau. Uh, I, I'm not saying that he's, you know, done by any means and he can certainly get better but i would like to see a little bit more out of him but damn they they're above 500 they're one game out of the division i mean 
it's a whole different team. Yeah, I mean, Mac Jones is not losing games for them. He's I, I don't think he's winning them by any means, you know, and, and I would like to see him take games over a bit more. Uh, but that I, I think that will come with time. Like, right now, he's doing the right things in terms of not. Like, he's not throwing bad balls, mostly. Um, that pick to Gilmore pissed me off, but that was mostly just because I'm mad about Stephon Gilmore and the way he left. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. Of all the people to throw it to. Yeah, I was like, you, you couldn't have thrown it to some, like, you know, random fat guy? Like, come on. Like that's that's what Sam Darnold did. <laughs> yeah, that worked out. Well. Oh my god, that that Jamie Collins pick was a fucking laser. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't if you if you gave that to Jamie Collins like a hundred times to pick off. I don't know if he could do it ninety nine. Like that thing like teleported into his fucking hands. That's the only way I could describe it. Like <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> no, I I mean look, the New England defense is is kind of bonkers. Like they, I I think they haven't even let up like what is it like twenty let more than twenty four points all season. Let me. Let me double check that before I go making claims here. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. If you don't count the, uh, all right. So there's some caveats. It's it's a in regulation. Uh, no, it's not in regulation because the Cowboys because there was a pick six for the Cowboys too. So yeah, if you don't count teams teams that the offense allowed to score, <laughs> um, <laughs> then yeah, they uh, they haven't allowed more than like 24 points all game all all year. So, yeah, I mean, like in the in this in this NFL, you know, in twenty twenty one, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, I mean, I they deserve a lot of credit, and yeah, they had to face the Jets twice, but you, you can only play the teams that you have on your schedule, so you can't knock them for it necessarily. I mean, um, and yeah, I, I think I was I was just reading an article too that kind of that it was arguing that you know we we overvalue these close wins because you know. Um, like close games are are so volatile in terms of you know like if you had like if you uh what's it called like teams record in close games so games decided by a touchdown or less varies a lot from year to year it's it's not a consistent thing you know the only time it's consistent is when you control for quarterbacks so like obviously like when we had Tom Brady like he won most of those games because Tom fucking Brady right, um, exactly when we hit Cam Newton yeah mm, not so, much. <laughs> so but basically the uh, so basically, the like the crux of that argument was that we overvalue close wins against good teams and undervalue blowout wins against bad teams. Like basically, like good teams should blow the absolute fucking doors off a bad team. You know, i.e., what we did to the Jets in weeks two and seven. So if that article, which I cannot for the life of me remember where I saw it, but I'm gonna quote it as gospel now. Because yep. it supports my argument that the Patriots are a good team. I like that argument. I'll take anyone that uh, <laughs> gives them that credit. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not really ready to. I'm not ready to set sail on the on you know the SS playoffs just yet. But uh, the they got a big stretch here. Like I mean, you you talk about they got the Browns coming up, then the Falcons, the Titans, and the Bills. I. First of all, if they go four and zero in that stretch, I will I will declare Super Bowl championship ahead. Like I I like I will I'll buy the shirts and everything. Like fuck, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'd expect like two and two is what I honestly expect out of this team. I expect them to drop probably either the Titans or the Bills game. Probably not both. Maybe both though. Um, Browns and Fa- like if they lose to the Falcons, that's that's. I, I don't know how to do, I don't know how they would do that honestly. <laughs> yeah, that that's a big step. I, I mean, you know, the, the, the Falcons. Like, come on, come on, just come on, come on. 
<laughs> yeah, they should win that game. They should win that game going away. But and really, the Browns are are down a bit, and mm, I don't know. I know they were. I know they were all high on o- Odell Beckham. You know, not being there this week, and that really empowered the entire team somehow. But you know, I, come on. Yeah, and m- much like the Bills, the Browns are still the Browns. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like, look, they they are not your dad's Browns. Like, they're they're not that bad, but they're they're no. they're still pretty brown. Yeah, you just you, you can take the Cleveland out of the Browns, but you can't take the Browns out of the Cleveland. No, you literally can't. They uh they they signed that into law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good for them, I guess. Well done, well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I you know, Cleveland's obviously in that in that tier as well. Uh, it's Cincinnati, I guess, like we have to leave them as, you know, as like a bubble team right now too. Like I, you know, sure. <laughs> I like they're. It, they're they're a weird team because like they're they're another one where like if the quarterback's on point that week then you can't fucking stop them but if he's not then eh, you know yeah yeah that could go either way and the the AFC North is so tough anyway so like if you're if you're saying the Browns are going to be good then the Bengals can't be that good yeah I I, I mean yeah I, I guess like you probably put Pittsburgh in here too and I guess like we'll just have to check in in another month and see which one of them is <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> tapped out by then but um, yeah we'll- I mean, the only other AFC team that I would have in here is Denver, and I don't know. I don't really, I don't like anything Denver's done this year. Like, I just, every everything they do just feels, like, weirdly fake. Like, mostly because they started off 3-0 and by beating up on shitty teams and then kind of got their asses handed to them a bunch of times. So, it's like, you know, like, come on. Like, you either got to, you got to beat somebody at some point. Like, you can't win win three in a row, lose four, then win two. Like, what am I supposed to do with that information? Yeah, I, the, the only thing that I, I tip in Denver's favor is they get to play Mile High Stadium, which should be illegal. But but even so, they're two and two there. So it's how much of a home field advantage is, is it at the moment? Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. That's a good point. And then you know you head over to the NFC. I <laughs> okay. First of all, for some reason we have Washington in this tier, so I'm just gonna drop them down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't belong there at all. Yeah, Washington's garbage. Um, yep. I had Chicago as a bubble team. Um, I'm done with them. Um. I, you know, Fields looks like a good quarterback, but Matt Nagy is pr- kind of terrible as a coach, honestly. Yeah, you you lose four in a row any time of the year. That's uh, not a good sign. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, just bad. I mean, they've got the same they've got the same record right now as uh, as the Eagles and Giants. So, yeah, not a good, not good company. Yeah, that 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 defines them as a bad team. I would say. I would agree with that. Um. So yeah, I, I you know in terms of bubble teams, Carolina still seems like a good team. Like I, I Sam Darnold is not a good quarterback. I, I like I, I think I kind of wanted to believe that it was just that weird Jets problem. You know, like where you know he was playing for the Jets and that makes you bad. Um, but it kind of seems like it might be more than just that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, playing playing against Belichick is never going to help your stats for sure. But uh, boy, did he look like a he did not look like an NFL quarterback. No, I no, I mean I get you know Belichick makes a lot of quarterbacks seagulls, but you know I it, for Sam Darnold it's like watching the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean movies at that point. Like he's just seeing the whole fucking ship. So, yeah, talk, not just a couple ghosts. No. <laughs> so you know, I mean, sucks to be him, but you know, Carolina, I they they could string some stuff together. That is a that is a good defense. Yeah, and, and they're lucky that conference. I mean, there's a couple. You know, it's a, it's a little top heavy, but they could still get in. There's a path there. For yeah, them. the top five seeds right now. I mean, like, 
like you look at the top five in the in the NFC. It's the Cardinals, Packers, Rams, Bucks, and Cowboys with you know six to eight wins. New Orleans has five wins, and then nobody you know the Falcons and Panthers have four. So you know it's still very much wide open. Like yeah, you're exactly right. And yeah, then yeah. let's see for bubble teams. We also had uh we had Seattle and San Francisco. Uh, I am down on both of those honestly. I I. First of all, like Seattle, be, not having Russell Wilson for any for a large length of time, you know, bad. That like that's that that's not a team that's built to lose a quarterback for sure. Um, and yeah, especially when they did so much like him. Oh god, yeah, no, Russell Wilson is their entire offense. Um, yeah. And yeah, San Francisco. I are you souring on Kyle Shanahan? Because I kind of am. Yeah, I, uh, I I um I don't have a whole lot of faith in him and. I'm going to say this too. I know you uh, didn't like Jimmy G and I, I still contend had things been different, he could have worked out here, but uh, I'm off the Jimmy G bandwagon. I don't, um, don't know that he is quite a good quarterback. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to call that a win and I'm not even going to, we're not even going to re-legislate the other arguments we've had about in the past. Jimmy G is just not really that good a quarterback. Yeah. yeah I, I think this, this whole thing about Kyle Shanahan being a quarterback whisperer. Uh, I, I don't know that I see that. Um, because he had a veteran quarterback who he, in theory, could have, you know, routed out the storm while his rookie quarterback got better. And I don't think either of those things happened. Yeah, San Francisco and, and L.A. Are, are, you know, in terms of the Rams, are in this weird spot where, like, they're they're really similar teams. But, like, San Francisco, for some reason, just is not... How do I put this? They're not as good. <laughs> Like they no. no. they really are just like you know Rams light, um, you know they run the same kind of offense, same kind of defense. Like there's just no, but like San Francisco just doesn't really have anybody that impacts the game. Like you know, can you name one person on the San Francisco defense right now? No, I I literally can't. It took me a second. Eric Armstead, that's the best I can do. Mm. You know, I mean he's good, but like <laughs> he's a def- he's an right. interior lineman. Come on. So yeah, that doesn't go well. Yeah, and. I don't know. I mean, they've they've obviously they've got like some good skill position players, but you they're just they're always they're you know it just seems like they're always either hurt or they're just not good enough. So yeah, I, Seattle and San Francisco can kind of get fucked at this point. I'm not really. Uh, I I mean I guess like you know if you want to talk about bubble teams though, like teams that are pro- that look better than I thought they would. I hate to just you know pick it all from one division, but that whole NFC South is a fucking bloodbath too. Like Carolina, we so we we were just talking about not a bad team, you know, not a great team, but not a bad one. Uh, New Orleans somehow five and three with, <laughs> despite starting Jameis at quarterback for half the year and now having Trevor Seaman for it. Like, <laughs> I mean, first of all, <laughs> Seaman, but Seaman. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the the worst thing for the NFC South is that Tom Brady's in their division, and historically speaking, that means you don't win your division. Yeah. Yeah, Brady. Uh, Brady likes to win his own division. He he really does. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he doesn't give that up very easily. I think was, God, like fuck. Was last year the first time he made it as a wild card? Damn, you might be right about that, huh? I think it was. Yeah, he's uh, used to winning the division. <laughs> I think he literally just wanted more playoff wins, so he just he was just like, you know, I'll just spot them a couple of wins and just tear through those assholes. <laughs> He just wants to make all his records untouchable. 
Despite I mean, being untouchable already. Right. No, and you know what it is, though. It's like he, he, he came out today and he was really mad about the whole 17th game in, in the season. And, and you know, he, he's talking about how, like, you know, the players need to unite. And I was like, okay, first of all, Brady's tired of winning battles against the other teams. Now he's going to take on the owners in a class war, so I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. It's about time. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm absolutely here for Comrade Brady, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, secondary that though, like he 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 he's he's definitely mad about his fucking records getting challenged. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna play another ten years now. I, and, th- and this is the funny thing. Like Brady will always say the right thing in terms of like you know these are team accomplishments and you know I you know all I do is chuck the football. Like you know I, I don't have to do any of the actual work with it. Yada yada yada. He takes this shit so personally. Like. Like he he really is on that Michael Jordan level of gaping asshole when it comes to competitiveness. Like, <laughs> yeah, you need to be to be as good as him. I mean, we talked about like some other you know talented quarterbacks earlier, like Aaron Rodgers. He he doesn't have that killer instinct, and you know someone like Rodgers with his talent, he should have more than one Super Bowl win. And because Brady just cannot accept loss losing in any way, he's still playing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean Brady at this point is just a mythological figure. Like he he he's just like he is just like one of those just archetypal hero deity type of things. Like you just you you cannot uh you can't run from you can't escape him. Nope. He's inevitable. Yep, he absolutely is. So <laughs> I alright, I mean let's get to these mediocre teams. I mean I don't really want to spend a whole lot of time on any of these, but like No. I feel like you're you're talking uh I Let's see, Indianapolis, like that's that's not a good team. Philadelphia, no. not good. Washington, no. not good. Meh. Uh, the Giants have shown some life. I'll put them in this instead of the trash bucket, but they're at the bottom of this barrel. Yeah, yeah, they're not uh, far from the trash bucket. Yeah, um, Minnesota, not still not still not really on board with that team either. Like you know, kind of just letting the letting the Ravens win. That doesn't really. It's not a good look. Yeah. Kind of hard to get geeked up about a three and five team. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, like we were talking about Seattle, San Francisco. Like you know, we've kind of spent a lot of time talking about, oh, these teams are so good. They're you know they're really built for, built right, draft right. Yeah, da, da, da. yeah, you know what? Show me some fucking results on the field. Three and five right. is not a good team. No, no. So, and then I talk about garbage teams, like just the trash heap, the bottom of the bottom, as it were. I got I I got a uh, I got six teams at this level. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, in our division, we've got the Jets and the Dolphins. Oh yeah, yeah, because uh, the Dolphins are yeah. worse than the Jets right now. Like they're two and seven versus two and six. So yeah, Didn't, that's not a good place to be. You don't ever want to be worse than the Jets. Nope, no. Nope. Uh, Jacksonville is still garbage. Urban Meyer can't coach. Nope, he should get out of the NFL. Yeah, uh, Detroit still garbage unfortunately like I, I Detroit it's weird like the other three like they're they're bad and I, I kind of like making fun of them for being bad. Um, but Detroit, I just feel bad for, you know, like the, the, the people of Detroit as sports fans don't deserve this. No, they really don't. They, you know, even, even the Jets had a year that they beat the Patriots in the playoffs. Like the Lions haven't done anything for decades. The, the most playoff action the, the Lions have gotten was, you know, what, like, what, like when Megatron didn't technically catch the ball, even though he totally fucking caught the ball. Right, that was their biggest game, and it sucked for them. Yeah, so, you know what, I'd appreciate if the Lions could get good, but, uh, <laughs> sorry guys, not this year. No, no, not for a while. And uh, the Texans, I need to put in this one as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
They bad. Yeah, quite bad. Bad to quite bad. Literally the worst team in the in the, in the AFC right now. I mean, sitting here at one and eight. You know, the season ends today. They're end, they get the number two draft pick, and uh, you know, the only other thing I, I really I, I really want to say about the Texans, like I realized that they're they're stuck in like a weird and complicated legal position with Deshaun Watson. Um, being that like he's charged with all these civil complaints and you know nothing nothing specifically criminal um you know that said though like all these reports about them looking to trade him and like even the reports that like miami was like trying to get apparently miami ownership or you know leadership whatever you want to call it was reaching out to the lawyer for the 22 victims of deshaun watson and trying to see exactly how many of them would settle and or for how much um, you know, because they wanted to, they, like, basically they were trying to find that magic number where, where they could spin it as, well, you know, he's, he's settled, that's been taken care of, it's not a thing anymore. Um, I, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fucking deplorable. Yep. I really don't understand why Miami thinks that their problem is at quarterback when they've got, like, literally, like, f- I think their, their five linemen are, like, in the top ten in terms of, like, pressures allowed like they like their offensive line is so bad i don't know how you could judge anybody on that team yeah deshaun watson ain't fixing that yeah I, yeah deshaun watson is not saving that but also like it's too bad because miami was going to be a nice story you know brian flores seemed like he, he was a pretty good coach had the team trending in the right, right direction and now they're just going to fucking implode yeah and same old song and dance with them they just they they've tried so hard to get a quarterback and they just cannot do it yeah, I mean, and and it's not like I, I don't know. I don't think Tua is a bad quarterback. Like, if we had Tua for our quarterback here in New England, I would not be upset. But uh, Miami's gonna fucking ruin him because they're just trying to out here trying to beat Jets self. Yeah, he puts on that dolphin green and it just whew, ends his career. Ends his career. Fucking <laughs> aqua and orange and bullshit is yeah. what it is. Puke. Yep, just puke and barf. That's all it is. So, yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's us at the halfway point for the league. I mean, that's pretty much every team we've talked about. Uh, I, you know, I, I think at the beginning of the year I had the Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl. I, I would be surprised if that came to pass at this point. Uh, it doesn't really, doesn't really feel like the thing anymore. No, no, it doesn't really feel like it's trending in that way at all. No, I mean, like, I, I, I don't... I think we could probably save the predictions for the next podcast, but, uh, yeah, I think I'll be revising that one pretty soon. Yeah, that that uh, we'll wait until that playoff picture kind of warms up a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. You got, a, you got anything else about the, about the league right now? No, no. I feel uh, pretty satisfied. I think we said uh, all we needed to say. Yeah, I just I do just want to go back one little thing here. Um, I fucking hate the taunting penalties. I really think it's mm. the stupidest thing that's happened in the league in years. I would like the players to be able to taunt each other so much they start punching each other. Like the, to me, like that is. That is acceptable for a football game. People should be allowed to punch each other. Uh, yeah, and and if you are a player that doesn't like that, uh, I would tell you to stop them then. Uh, if you don't like that they taunt after they score a point, then don't let them score a point. Right, I mean, like, what do you want them to do? Kick the field goal? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what we really need in this taunting day and age. We need, just, we, we need Belichick to get the offense going again and just go scorched earth. We always need Belichick. God, 07 Patriots were just just the greatest team of all time. I don't really care. Was. I don't care what Giants fans think. Like, 
you get one fucking meme win like that. <sighs> Let's face it, that doesn't even count. That doesn't count. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate you all. <laughs> all right, though. I mean, <laughs> this has been a Mega Bros podcast. I'm Donnie. And I'm Danny. And we're fucking out. <laughs>